Welcome to the Motivate, Lead and Inspire podcast. My name is Haki Mr Impact and in these episodes we discuss the relevant challenges facing young people in the UK which I initially aired on my Thursday evening radio show on colourfulradio.com. Be sure to visit www.facebook.com forward slash Hakeem Mr Impact, that's MR for Mr, where you'll find the rest of my podcasts. Have a great day. Um, okay, so the first part, you know how I feel about balancing time. I mean, I mean, everyone has to balance. Um, but I think, you know, we, sometimes we're late, sometimes things happen, but I think you know, my, my kind of ethos in terms of impact and working with young people, it's about getting there. If you know you need to be at eight o'clock, don't aim for eight o'clock, aim for quarter to eight or half past seven. Um, but we get a lot of people, young people come in and saying, oh, I was busy doing this, I was busy doing that. Um, and um, we're not very tolerant of their excuses. <laughs> Do you think we should be more tolerant of young people's excuses? It might sound a bit odd, but definitely not. Oh, because okay. yes. I think <laughs> I think in the real world, not everyone's going to be so lenient. Like it's like how in exams in GCSE mocks, they always and exams have been mentioned a lot. But this is a I think this is an accurate analogy. In exams, the mocks are always harder than the actual GCSEs. Mm. Apparently, so um, I think that if things in the test run are done the harder way. When it gets to the real thing, you're more than prepared for it and you're used to being on time. So I think definitely, no, it doesn't, it doesn't have to change. Do you think young people value timekeeping at the moment? Mm. As a young person myself, no, because sometimes I would have to get somewhere, not, not recently because I've learned my lesson about time, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, before I would leave it till like, I'll keep pushing back the time. So I'll have to arrive, say I have to arrive somewhere for six and I need to leave my house at 5.15. I'll be in like, I'll not be prepared in like clothes and stuff at five. And I'll wait until it's like 5.10. And I'll be like, nah, just two more minutes of this YouTube video and I'll be cool. Next thing I know, Mm. I've watched nine minutes of the video. It's 5.30 and I'm like, no. Now you're running late. No. And I have to run again. Let me pause you for a second. So you've got to be somewhere at six. You know you Mm. need to leave at Mm 5.15. See, for me, if I know I've got to be somewhere at six and I know in an ideal scenario I should leave at 5.15, then I already tell myself I need to leave at five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I do now. Maybe even 4.45. So that then, you know, you've got now half an hour great so if you're getting mm. ready for 4 45 you don't quite make it you make and you're you're having a really bad day yeah. you're 20 minutes late still five past five mm. yeah. still got time to get there yeah because things happen yeah. things happen all the time yeah, yeah. Um, you need to account for that yeah mm-hmm. okay so um what about balance in terms of so you have certain amount of hours in the day where you go home and you're in inverted commas free mm-hmm. to do what you want to do yeah. um other than obviously being around the family and stuff like that. But you might have two hours a night, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So how do you find the balance in what you choose to do those two hours? Do you, Are you just happy-go-lucky, I'll just do whatever? Do you ever wake up next morning thinking, I didn't really use my two hours properly. Mm-hmm. I could have used them better. How, how yeah. are you in that space? Well, before, I used to not really value the time I had after school that much. Like, I know that maybe I have this homework to do. And just to get off my chest, I would have to do it at seven so that I wouldn't have to wake up early in the morning to do it. Mm-hmm. 
but I would always all be seven. I'll be like, nah, let's wait until seven thirty. Mm-hmm. And then at seven thirty-one, I'm like, oh, I guess I missed seven thirty. Then we went until eight. eight. Yeah. And then I'll just keep on doing that. And then eventually, I'll be like, let me just wake up in the morning. Then I wake up in the morning. I wake up late, and then I haven't done the homework, so I'm rushing it, and it's not to the best of like the best quality that it should be. Mm. But now I've kind of learned that. You know, I, I can balance watching films and series and stuff if I if I have to. Now, like, I don't even watch films and series. I only watch films and series now because I've finished. I'm near the end of the term. Mm. But normally I would watch documentaries and stuff as a form of education, mm. as well as balancing homework and extra studies. Okay. Yeah. Um, why else do you feel it's important to be on time and stuff? Like what, what, what other things do you feel help? as a result of being organized and having the balance to get on time? I mean, not only do I think it's a good look, but it's good. What do you mean by that? A good like, look? like, you know, when if, for example, I'm starting a new job and I've got uh, like the main boss, the CEO, like you basically <laughs> okay. of, of um, the, the whole company. And I turn up, say, five minutes late than when I was meant to turn up. Mm. It's not a good look. It shows like you're unserious you're not regardless of what could have happened because there's always ways of preventing certain circumstances but um like regardless if you turn up early it's kind of like you look ready you're ready to go Mm. and you're like you know you're ready to go yeah yeah so it'd be interesting to see if there's any young people out there who agree with nana or disagree with nana what was the other side of the side of the coin it was either to relax for yourself as in you know go out do your own thing um without acknowledging your family or acknowledge your family go out together and put yourself below your family but if we're talking about balance surely it's 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 both right yeah it's both so why are you bringing that up as a concern do you feel that you're not in control of that i feel like most people value themselves sometimes like more than the fact that their families are there and they can enjoy the fact that they're free with their family um so it kind of becomes like you know going out with their friends and or like going out to places like beaches by themselves rather than asking a mom a dad siblings to come with them and but you think that's, together. that's common culture like you know the kids are just getting yeah, like sometimes families are uncool sometimes <laughs> to some people. I think my family's pretty cool. I wouldn't do anything without them. So definitely I would I would consider my family when it comes to my free times. Okay. But I don't think all people do that. Okay, okay. I mean, what do you think, Paigey? It's hard. Mm. It's hard because as an adult, weird to say, but okay. you know, almost 25. <laughs> so it's hard to get that balance between family friends Mm. and yourself Mm. i'm at that point where i try and split it as much as i can like within a week or within a month right being like okay which friends haven't i caught up with Mm. in a while and i'm just like okay cool let's make some time yeah let's do this tick 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 tick. so it's it sounds bad that it's like a list checklist kind of option but that's the only way to do it Mm. when you're working and your schedules don't sync up there's you have to make do mm. with the occasional time that it does and you just have to work around it so but to balance. me this just sounds like organisation really yeah, yeah it's true. I don't know what you think Davey in terms of like balancing family, friends, work getting the whole balance is that just pre-organisation is it, is it uh, a pre-conscious thing or is it do you just go with the flow I, I personally go with the flow right I think if you organise it a bit it's cool 
definitely yeah but in terms of like do you is it almost like you have a self kind of kicking motor that says okay i haven't seen family for a while i haven't seen friends for a while i haven't or i'm spent i'm spending too much time at work does that kick in and then you it depends on how close you are with your family first right. of all because mm. if you're not getting along then yeah. you're not gonna bother yeah true say so it but, depends but is that the same though i mean and this is what this debate's about is that mm. the same for young people you where you're living under your parents roof you don't you can't say oh, i'm not getting on so i don't mm. you know i shut the door for the next week what do you think yeah. Nana? Could you could you ever just like hide? You couldn't. I know no, you couldn't. I know. Never. I know Absolutely your family it. ethic and that, which is yeah. you know, it's fantastic and stuff. Mm. But tell us, do you have any friends who have, without naming them, because obviously you know you don't yeah. need to name them. That's not really cool. But mm. do you have do you have friends or peers that you look at and think that's a really that's really interesting the way they flex, so to speak? Yeah, with me, obviously I'm really close to my family, so I value them a lot. But mm. with other people, it's kind of like they come to me one day and they're like. Nah, I've fallen out with my mom, so I'm not even gonna ask her if we can go out. And I'm like, wait, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, but you people fall always out fall with out. your mom. I know, but you like, fall out with your mom. You yeah, told me you fall yeah, out. With, yeah, I've seen you fall happens, out with your mom. Yeah, yeah. Right. It happens, but it's mom is like, always right. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah, true. it's true. Mom is yeah, always right. Yeah, yeah. But especially got that. She's got that packet of biscuits in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, she's right. she's right. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's the person who raised you and like you know looked after you and Mm. brought you to where you are put clothes on your back so Mm. Mm. to the point where you're like i'm not even chatting to her as if she's she doesn't let you through her front door every single day Mm. it it doesn't make sense yeah 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 but i I mean obviously people do exaggerate yeah um as well but you know what i want to go deeper into the whole organizational or not even the organizational side of things just the the conscious or the subconscious of balance Because one would argue, this is getting quite deep now for a youth debate, that mm-hmm. yeah. people talk about when you do something for 30 days running, it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes a habit, it becomes part of you. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it, it's not no longer a conscious decision. It's a subconscious decision. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? I'm throwing that one out to you. That's quite Oof. deep, right? It's quite, it's quite a deep <laughs> yeah. one. It does work because yeah. it's worked for me. Like, I was like, oh God, oh, yeah. if I did something over and over again for like 30 days and it just became, na- it just became part of my DNA. Mm. And... So what I'm saying is that, um, I don't know. Actually, I'm being a bit cryptic. I think for me, in terms of balance, um, I have to physically reflect daily, weekly, monthly. How much time am I giving to work? How much time am I giving to my family? How much time am I giving to myself? Because you know me, I'll just go, I'll just go, I'll just yeah. go. And I know sometimes you can just be in your own world and actually you're having an effect on people. Yeah, so, so, I don't know, again, I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know if you, anyone wants to ad-lib. Mm. I think with that, like you, it's that being aware of yourself yeah. and what your routine is doing to the people around you. Because mm. it's so easy to get into this cycle of you do this, you do this, you do this, and then you burn out. Mm. And then you have, you're, you're no good to anyone yeah. at all. Yeah. So again, it's a getting into that routine of, okay, whether it's every Sunday I do this, mm. every morning I get up and I do that. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. little things make such a difference mm-hmm. in your life. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that helps with balance and scheduling as well. What's kind of been your things, your go-to things in terms of characteristics, what you've had to adhere to, what you've had to do in order to kind of make yourself a successful? We're going to talk a lot more in the last hour about what you actually do, because there's a bit of history there. Um, in terms of the DJing and etc. But if you were to say like, if you were to say, wow, you know, this is, this is, this is the most, uh, um, these are the important things to me. What would they be? I'm, um, I'm a hard worker. 
and I'm self-taught. So okay. everything I do, mm -hmm. I study it hard okay. and I go deep. So whatever I'm trying to learn, I make sure I study it right. and get, get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. And, and when you say study it, I mean, how do you access the information you need? That's, you know, that's relevant. Growing to up, growing up, it was a bit harder than it is today. Right. Because obviously we didn't mm -hmm. have the internet because mm -hmm. I'm an old person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I grew up before the internet. Yeah. Mm. So it was all about, for me, with the DJ and I used to go and look at the DJs that I, you know, aspire to be like. Right. That's Who are they? Who are they? Cash Money, Jazzy Jeff. Oh gosh, yeah, the yeah, legends. Yeah. Yes, this yes, guy. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Not the not the half. Not no, the no, half no, 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 no. Proper ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I studied them, and then I sort of implemented all the stuff I watched. Okay. Into myself. So what would you say to Nana now? She's listening quite attentively because that's the sort of girl she is. But um, what would you say to her in terms of help her, even in, even in choosing her career path? What would you say right now? You've got to decide what you love. See, if you if you love something, then go for it. That's the most important thing. So a lot of people do things that don't make them happy. And if you're not happy, you won't put your heart and soul into it. Mm. So you have to love what you do. Yeah. And once, yep, yep. You, once you find what you love, mm. then go for it, mm. wherever it is. And look, let's be real, yeah? We've all had rejection. I'm sure you've had rejection oh, as well. Yeah. Can you give us some stories of rejection, um, if they're not too deep, and how you overcame that rejection? I find with, reje with rejection, mm. it's all about doors closing and other ones opening. So mm. you have to know that if something's not meant to be, it's just not meant to be. But believe right. there is... But what if you feel really like, you know, you know you're the man for that job or you know, or you see someone who's doing what you know you can do better. How do you, how, how have you dealt with that? How have you gone away and said, right, okay. I think for me, it's just a case of if, if that didn't work out, I really do believe it wasn't for me. Right. So I look at other things and try and go in that direction instead. Because mm. you usually find if that door closes, there usually is another door that will open. Mm. Mm. And you just got to know that and believe that in your heart mm. and follow that. And if you do, you usually, it usually works. You got any stories to share with us? Um, stories. I'll tell you when we get to the tracks. When we get to the tracks, there's a reason why I selected those tracks, and I'm going to break it down in the last hour. Looking forward to that. What would you take from what Davy said? Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to have a love for what you're doing because loads of people like that I've heard of they get pay rises and then they get more money, but they're not necessarily happy with. We know about all these people getting paid. I'm getting. I'm like, who is she hanging with? No. 15 and people getting pay rises, you know? Like, come on. Can I have one, please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but they get pay rises, but they're, they're happy with the money, but they can't spend it happily because they've not earned the money with happiness. So Ooh, it's interesting. Yeah. But is that important to earn the money with happiness? It, I feel like Isn't me it just to acquire the money? Is. That's back to balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I think when you get money, it's... It has to be something that you're happy receiving. If you, for me anyway, if you receive money, if I receive money and I'm not happy with the way I earned it or the means I earned it, then it's mm -hmm. kind of like, it's not really money. It's just, it's just paper in my hand that 
I can use to buy something, but it doesn't mean anything to me. It's not a reward. It's not an achievement type that's, of thing. That's interesting. It's, it's yeah. a good philosophy. That's a very good yeah. philosophy. Yeah. Someone yeah. at 15. Yeah, I think. Because I think, you know, actually a lot of people are just like money any which way. No, yeah. no, 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 no. No, but some people are any, I know, I know. any which way. I don't mean, don't I don't necessarily mean they, they uh, obtain the money through necessarily bad, mm. but they're just like, you know what? If I have to work, you know, if I have to moonlight, moonlight, I don't know if you know what moonlighting is. No. Moonlighting in the old terms is when you, you have your day job, but you also have an evening job. So it's oh, called moonlighting. Okay. The, right. the program moonlighting. Yeah. People on the radio station <laughs> will know what I'm talking about. But, you know, if you have to moonlight, you have to moonlight. You didn't necessarily yeah. enjoy that second job. Mm. but And, you you know, you didn't go there and go, oh, thank you for this money from this yeah. second job. But it was just money to yeah. get you through. So it's really interesting that you're putting value on how you earn it as well. I don't know what you think about that, David. Uh, I'm a believer of that too. Yeah? yeah. So you wouldn't, just, you wouldn't just like... You wouldn't just earn money for the sake of earning money. It's getting quite it, deep. It depends. Steamy, it yeah. depends how broke I am. <laughs> right. So you, you're trying. Are you trying to imply that you're doing okay then? <laughs> so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're getting by. We're getting by. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I know. I kind of. For me, you know, um, I think I've got to a point in my life where I wouldn't just do anything. I wouldn't just do anything, and I do turn things down. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm balling. <laughs> yeah, but. I know when I'm sometimes when I'm out and I'm doing a job and I'm earning money and, and I'm like, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. It becomes very, very heavy. It becomes a burden. Mm. And I don't want to be in a space with someone who sees my face or feels my energy low. I want them to be like, yeah. yeah. For example, I get quite a lot of requests to do one-on-ones, personal training kind of dance. Mm. And I'm like, as soon as I get, the, doesn't matter who it is, but as soon as I get the call or someone communicates or connects with me, my face changes like uh, I don't know you know because in the past I've done one-to-one dance sessions and I don't even feel that that person really wants that one-to-one session and it it becomes it as it it becomes a transaction I go there I exchange one hour and in return I get x amount of pounds um but actually funny enough at the moment I'm doing a few one-to-ones um and I really enjoy going to them I feel the person really needs it I feel the people who are receiving my information are really in tune. So it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. But I know there's some people love, love doing one-to-one. There's personal trainers that are just doing one-to-ones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I guess it's horses for courses. Yeah. From Francesca in Bromley, she said, talk about rejection. It's all about perseverance. When you want something badly enough. I received over 400 rejection letters before I qualified. She's a lawyer, barrister, solicitor. I'm not sure which, what you call it. Um, so I constantly re- remind my daughters of what it means to really want something. So yeah, that's really, really important. We were talking off air and um, Davey, you came in with something really, really, really interesting. Um, you said, you started talking about education and I know we've been talking about education, myself, Nana and the rest of the studio guests over the last few weeks. And, and without giving anything away, you, you started talking about how you felt education was important. Tell us more. Yeah, I believe so, especially for young um, young people in today. Because if you don't have education, you, you're going to struggle. But what type of education? It depends what you want to do. So, um, Nana. Nana, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brain, had yeah. brain freeze Brain there. freeze, then yeah. once, yeah. <laughs> Nana, Nana's um, hoping to become someone big in the law. Yeah. So she's going to have to study that. Yeah, you know, it's not something you what, can just. But, but what our thing is 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 um, we were talking about the pressures that are placed on young people. I'm from an African background, and the pressures placed on me to be a doctor, lawyer, 
whatever, whatever. The student loan. No, it wasn't even about the no? student loan. It was just like, you know, let's face it, you know, my, my, my parents came to this country and they they worked hard and, you know, mm. they brought up five kids um, and um, they want you to do well. Oh, they want you to be that academic. Right. right. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. So, and I rebelled. I'm a maverick. Look at me. I'm yeah, on the radio. I know, I know. You're, yeah. I'm on the radio. Yeah, I, yeah. I run a dance company. You're a bit company. like me. You're a bit like me. So, yeah. so I'm going back to your point. You mm. said academia is important. Can you, can you be more specific? Well, I just think if you, if you, if you're going for jobs, not everybody is like us self-employed. I'm self-employed. Mm. I work for myself, but not everybody's cut out that way. Mm. So if you, if you, if you're not self-employed, you're going to have to be employed and right. to get employed, you're going to need qualifications. Right. And that's where education comes in. Right. That's, right. that's where I'm coming from. So. Right. Okay. You put it quite, quite explicit there. Interesting. So if you're employed, you need qualifications. Maybe if you're going to be an entrepreneur and do your own thing. That's a different matter. That's a different matter. But doesn't everyone want to be in control? Not everybody does because not not everybody's cut out to be self-employed or be an entrepreneur. Some people like the comfort of being employed and just knowing that they can turn up and get paid every week. I agree. Yeah. 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 But, but, okay. Interesting. (laughs) This is, this is good debate. Um, but I go back to my question again. I push you yeah. a little, I prod you a little bit more. If it gets to the point where a young person's under so much pressure to achieve academically, is that a good thing? It depends it, if that's what they really want. Because I've got friends who have had that pressure from their families and it's not what they want. Right. So it's down to you what you personally want to do. Okay. Then okay. you've got to make that decision for yourself. So as Davey shifted your mindset from what you your stance was nana in the previous weeks the, um, or, or, and yeah <laughs> <laughs> no my perception of education is really similar to um davies all right yeah it's really similar because i feel like this there's something that i always say with my siblings my friends um at home to my mom mm. i always say education is knowledge and knowledge is power Okay. So, uh-huh. like, when you know things... People can... in Colourful Radio, this is the new MP. <laughs> they can't take that away from you. Whatever you know is of what you London. know. The yeah, new mayor of London true. is being born in this studio. <laughs> no, yeah, Karen, sorry. Yeah, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, wherever you go and you have education... You sorry, can... have I been PC? Mayor, mayoress? I don't know. Oh, no, oh, no. no. Anyway, go on, anyway. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but wherever you go, you can always just, like, carry it with you. It's kind of like a weapon that you can always have just education here here yeah <laughs> wow i think you know i think um, Paige is just laughing over in the corner okay um something you made quite clear um and not that it's a bad thing but mm-hmm. it seemed quite clear i don't know if it's been as clear before to me um is your aspiration to be a lawyer yeah has this has this, like, has this happened in the last few weeks what's happened yeah i've always been kind of confused about what i wanted to do in the future because i've never been sure there have been like so many new jobs that have been presented like the names of the jobs and i'm kind of i don't know what i want to do but i thought like law i've been reading quite a few law books and like watching um documentaries that involve law mm. and i've been thinking like it's actually something interesting to get into mm-hmm. i like the whole idea of it i know it involves like the workload can be quite immense but i like the idea of helping people get out of their problems and helping them to realize there's hope in their situations and helping them find that hope so i feel like 
law kind of pays way to that. But at the same time, I also wanted to get into film industry and like just the arts industry. So it's kind of weird. What, what in the film arts industry? Like acting, um, yeah. writing. It's completely opposite to the law yeah, stuff. Exactly. Opposite. That's the weird thing. Mm. So be you totally of, honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know mom's probably listening. Yeah. But if there were no other factors in your life, no other people in your life, mm-hmm. and this is not a, this is not a trick question. It's not loading. I think it's just straight. Do you think law would be the thing for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think law came as an idea, personality-wise, rather than profit-wise, because I know that stuff like that, it sounds good to say, like, you know, my daughter's a lawyer, or mm. I'm a lawyer. I'm a barrister. I'm a solicitor. I'm stuff like that it sounds good to say but i don't even want to do it because it sounds good it's just my personality type okay. of thing like but what if someone says to you well we feel your personality is definitely suited to for example presenting um mm. being a broadcaster yeah broadcaster doesn't sound too bad does it yeah i mean look she's smiling yeah. i mean yeah what's doing a little gun in <laughs> off where i start yeah you know uh to some to some communities like um, parts of the African community if you say you're a broadcaster or a radio presenter in comparison to I'm a doctor I'm yeah. a surgeon I'm this but why should that matter just, why should your community exactly. man, ma- matter when you when you were born you came out on your own mm-hmm. yeah when you leave this earth you'll probably leave on your own more yeah. than likely yeah yeah when you have hardships, you probably have to face them on your, your own, own first of all. Obviously, mm. you can have a team around you of people yeah. that's going to support you. So when people are actually telling you what you should do for the next 50 years of your life, when do you get to a point where you turn around and say, no, this is what I want to do, is what I'm trying to get to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you gave the analogy of the the, the whole inner community. Like yeah. in the, in the, in the, and I'm not... This is nothing about Ghanaian community because mm. I'm from Nigeria and it's the yeah, same thing. But it's that whole thing of like, I better do this because it's going to be accepted. Davey, does it have to be accepted by others? It doesn't. It's whatever you feel inside what makes you happy. That's what's... That, but he, that's what how count. many people out there listening now or are not even listening now, don't even know we're debating this, mm-hmm. are doing what they really want to or doing something that they feel they should be doing? depends on the pressure they're under mm. and their situation everyone's different so I, mean, I know a lot of communities do put pressure on their young yeah they do young mm-hmm. people to they do, do. So, to do certain things or certain yeah. career paths or as, it, as some people say you know some adults want them to live the dreams maybe that they mm. didn't live this is deep this is